Hey, I'm Shamar. And I'm Andrew. We're going to be doing a deep dive on all the connected DC animated movies in their cinematic universe. Yes, I'm here to discuss the interconnected storylines and point out how jacked everybody is. And I'm here to share deep comic book knowledge like Batman having his own sneaker line. So check out yet another DC animated podcast. Part of the Forgotten Entertainment family and coming soon wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, it's Andrew Morgan, host of the NOMCast, the Netflix original movie podcast. Each week, we review the biggest Netflix original movies with special guests from the film industry, the music industry, comedians, and of course, our fellow podcasters. Check us out on the web at nomcastpod.com. Follow us on the socials at nomcastpod. And most importantly, listen and subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Hit that beat one time. And welcome, Nerdy Knights of the Well-Rounded Table to Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm Colleen McMillan, Jedi Master and Rebel Scum Collaborator. And I am Pirate Jedi, Anders Drew. And I am Captain Daniel O'Brien of the Republic Navy. But no matter what rank you carry, one thing remains constant. Much to learn we still have. Indeed. Today we're very excited to give our initial reactions and theories for the newest Bad Batch episode. There will be spoilers. Yes, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I'm wearing my shirt for in honor of someone who we will meet later. You know, we are going to do some rampant theorizing though with the spoilers. So if you'd like to avoid that, maybe check out our Rebels coverage instead and see what the ghost crew is up to. But if you have seen the episode, grab a drink from the mess and come with us to Braca. Whoop, whoop, as whoop. we discuss the Bad Batch episode, season, season one, episode seven, Battle Scars. Dun, dun, dun. But before we get started, we do want to take a quick second to tell you guys about our new partnership with Fiverr. Do you need a freelancer to help with your website, either design or someone to help you write expert articles and blogs? Or maybe you have a need of a presentation designer to help you with a big work project. Look no further than the number one freelance marketplace, Fiverr. You can des find designers, programmers, and more within seconds, some for as low as just $5 per gig. Fiverr is the ideal tool to help you with pressing projects. Just post your gig or search for freelancers and you're off. Don't deal with the hassle of finding freelancers by yourself. Let Fiverr help you. See the link in our show notes to get started. Note that Bohemian Geek Studies is an affiliate partner of Fiverr. We may receive commissions on purchases and services you buy after you click the link. These commissions help support the growth of BGS, and we appreciate your continued support. So, with that being said, let's punch it with our episode recap. All right, here we go, y'all. The Babetcher fleeing from yet another retrieval mission for Sid. As usual, it involves a quick getaway with a small snag. They're being chased, and the creature, we never really get a good look at it. It's like a lizard or a chameleon-looking sort of thing. Something. They're transporting manages to escape. Luckily, Omega's pretty quick, and she manages to trap the lizard once again, and they make the jump to hyperspace after a lot of ribbing for poor Echo, who's just trying to do his job. <laughs> We're back on Ord Mantel, where Omega and Record run off to indulge in their post-mission post tradition for Mantel mix on Sid's tab, of course. Are you guys thinking it's like a total Chicago mix situation? Is that what's happening? Oh, yeah. I don't know it what Chicago amazing. mix is. <gasps> 
Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. No, what? I was the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, when you said Chicago mix, I started thinking about Chex Mix, and I was mm-hmm. like, is that like a, is that like another thing? But yeah, no, the Chicago mix of the three popcorns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. it's got to be. It has to be something like that, right? Something snacky that these two would totally rack up a giant tab for. Hell yeah. I loved it so much. While the rest of the team meets with Sid, that's what Rekker and Omega are off doing, she tells them that their cut is smaller than they expected and that they have racked up quite a debt to her for, you know, like docking fees, fuel, food, you know, the things that you need. Like Mantel Mix. Like Mantel Mix, obviously. They need a big score to settle that debt. Could have done it with the uh, droid head that they whoopsies gave to the Martez sisters, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, maybe <laughs> a little bit of a nitpick on that one. Could they have just made another copy? Like, yes. seriously? <laughs> you know what? I think in that moment, they're like, oh, maybe we don't give it to her. We don't know who she's giving it to. Exactly. Gross. <laughs> so meanwhile, though, a stranger has been watching from the shadows. So after dealing with the pushy Athorian and Weakway from the bar, uh, he reveals himself, and it's Rex, guys. Like, yes! That was so cool. So <laughs> was happy. Ready. I was so ready. <laughs> oh, man. So he also confirms that it was the Martez sisters from last week, as we knew, uh, that told him where to find Clone Force 99. So they tipped off Rex. He wouldn't have found them. And unfortunately, Wrecker's headaches reveal themselves uh, that they've not removed their inhibitor chips. So Wrecker brings it up. Rex starts learning and putting the pieces together. And he is stressing the importance of getting them out. And he's got his hand on his gun ready. Like that was yeah. a very tense moment in that bar. Mm-hmm. Like shield Tech is just yeah. like, dude, don't worry. We're fine. Our abnormalities mean that they can't control us. And he's like, dude, do you know what you're talking about? Because I, like, I do. I do not want to yes. bury. Yeah. <laughs> Saying he did not want to bury any more brothers. That was. That was tough. tough. I was like, no, no, don't. Yeah. Don't do this. Oh, man. So from there, though, they are convinced by Rex. They're going to go to the planet Braca, where they're hoping to use a junk Republic Jedi cruiser. They're thinking maybe we can find one with a working medical bay, get these chips surgically removed. Mm -hmm. So they have a run-in with a a nasty little tentacle monster, but they finally make it to a med bay. Poor Wrecker, guys. He was just so scared of fights. He <laughs> went through it. That was a great moment. The, uh, my head's fine. I, I think we're good. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> so the procedure is about to begin when Wrecker's chip seemingly fully activates and kind of asserts itself, almost it, like it's trying to protect itself from yeah. what they're about to do. Yeah. And he begins fighting off the whole crew as traitors. If there is one guy you don't want to turn, it's the biggest, strongest guy there. And he starts identifying all of the members of the Bad Batch and Rex as traitors in violation of Order 66. So he is attempting <laughs> to take them out. Mm-hmm. Omega tries to reach him, kind of like she did. Her voice was able to kind of bring him out of it last episode, but this time, mm-hmm. not so much. And he chases her through the bowels of the ship. Very hor- very strong Freaky. horror movie vibes going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before he's able to take her out, though, Rex does manage to stun Wrecker, and they get him Ooh. back to the medical bay. The surgery is seemingly success, but he's pretty slow to wake up, and Omega flat out refuses to leave Wrecker's side until he wakes up. That's her bro. <laughs> it was that was moment. so sweet. The rest of the Bad Batch do get their chips removed, because obviously Wrecker does wake up. He and Omega have this 
really, really tender moment where he's trying to apologize for, and she's just, you know what, dude, it wasn't you. We're mm-hmm. bros. And she pulls out a handful of Ord Mantel mix because the mission's complete. So that's their yes. tradition. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that Do we so think sweet. that Wrecker is going to appreciate Crosshair's problem better now that he's gone through it? I just thought of that. Like, I think so. He, he might be like, uh, I now know what it's like to lose complete control and not be able to stop. Yeah. So That's maybe, a good point. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Pit, I'll put a pin in that one. I think that that's, that that's a decent theory, but I need to know more about what cross. I generally stepping on predictions for later. I need to know what's going on with crosshair. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before everybody parts ways, Rex makes a mention that for him, the fight isn't fully over yet. And there are others out there fighting as well. The episode ultimately closes on members of the scrap guild, spotting the fugitives and going to alert the empire. Yep. Whew. Oh, so much stuff. Oh, it also makes me wonder, like Rex says, his fight's not over yet. And in Rebels, he says his fight is over. So it's like- I've been wondering, I was wondering about that too. I also- What happens? <laughs> like something bad must happen. <laughs> Damn it, Star Wars. Ooh. So mean. Something bad must happen in those yeah. intervening years for him to be like, yeah, yeah nah, dogs, I'm out. <laughs> See ya. He's also oh. got to meet uh, Wolf and Gregor, so. Yes, we still have to find our two boys mm-hmm. somehow, some way. We get those two. Alrighty, are we ready to head into our reactions and favorite moments from the episode? I think so. Yeah. I think awesome. We'll I'll get us started. Hell yes. What I'm talking about, <laughs> Rex. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I totally screamed at the TV this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just woke it up and I was like, ah, this is fantastic. <laughs> so good. I loved how they had Wrecker's chip arc play out. Like this has been basically from the beginning to the midpoint now, his full arc, at least with the chip is finished, at Mm -hmm. least for what we know from now on. It was super scary. I was very nervous for everyone on that ship. Even though it was like, I'm pretty sure he's not gonna kill anybody right now. (laughs) Maybe, maybe maybe I said something later, but he came really close. Like he was really close to killing a couple of them. Yeah, and I was showed, afraid for tech. Yes, I was super afraid for tech. I was like, no, don't hurt your best bro. Yeah. That's like the one that you hang out with all the time. Like, don't hurt him, please. And also we love him, so don't hurt him, please. I did like that they showed just what the clones are capable of without their free mm-hmm. will. Like Wrecker, like you said before, this is the person you do not want their chip to activate because he's the strongest and probably the most capable fighter. Like Hunter's mm-hmm. good. But he's more of the tracker and close combat person. And getting in close combat with Wrecker is not a good idea. No. I think Rex had a better plan of stunning him. Like that was the best plan they could possibly have come up with. And you know what? What's up with the uh, dubious brain surgeries on these shows, you guys? Like, at least they had droids for Rex's. This is like, we're really hoping that this medical bay can just do the surgery and not fuck it up. I mean, four times. Echo, Echo was uh, Echo was mostly controlling. I mean, they. He yeah, he yeah. was helping, but still, Echo's not a medic. This isn't kicks in there helping them with the surgeries. You know oh, what? They've got really boys. good healthcare apparently. So. Yeah, the Jedi cruisers had some top top of the line 
medical stuff. So yeah. Yeah. We're going to say that's oh what helped. I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure, I have to go back and watch it now, but I'm pretty sure when Rex got his taken out, it was pretty much the pod doing the whole thing. All they had to do was like point and say, take that. Yeah. Well, one of the droids, I can't remember which one, was like plugged in the whole time. Yeah. So I wasn't sure like what exactly was happening. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, just please don't hurt Rex. Please make it. Yeah, just okay. like, please, no one like come out of this and be lobotomized because that would be just worst case scenario here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So this episode flew by for me. Like it, I thought it was over so quick, and I went back and looked. And I was like, oh, this is like almost like twenty four minutes of episode. Like we we got a solid amount, but it just went by so quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, the second Rex reveals himself, I was. I was already sold on the episode because, I mean, it's been so fun this whole time. But seeing Rex is just like another yeah, another level for this. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm shocked, though, that they solved the chip situation so soon. I kind mm-hmm. of thought that might play out a little bit longer or that it might not go perfectly in this episode. Because when they were like, okay, we're going to address it this episode, I thought, ooh, this might not play out well. But then they seemingly are fine at the end so they seem okay yeah they seem okay so i was a little i'm wondering where it's going to go but with the scrapper guild alert in the empire that opens up the future where it's like okay we've taken the chips off the table it was an early thing to worry about and then who knows where the future could go so like even though i it ended earlier than i expected or kind of wanted i'm fine because like they're they're setting up the the chips for the future so yeah yes yeah, I think they're definitely setting this up in the future. I loved this episode. This might be my favorite one since the pilot so far. It is. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just great. I love seeing Rex again. I was mm-hmm. I was a little shocked when I first saw Rex because I got so used to see him in his rebel fo- rebels form, yeah. like older with the beard and everything. <laughs> yeah. So seeing yes. him with just like cool <laughs> yes. short hair and stuff, I'm like, wait, that's a- oh wait, yes, that is Rex. That's right. He changes. Yes, mm-hmm. he does. Um, I. I was first, I was really, really happy to see Wrecker's, Wrecker's headache arc ultimately come to a head. Like I was, yeah. I've been feeling the last couple episodes, I was like, all right, we need to deal with this. Like having Wrecker have mm-hmm. headaches, this can't be a trait that lasts for too much right. longer. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of where they go with it, I mean, again, stepping into kind of our predictions or questions for future episodes, Omega says she doesn't have a chip, but did they ever actually scan her? No, I'm guessing no. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm guessing plus, that they think she's okay. And I mean, pl- I mean, Crosshair also, we have someone else that we could deal with, deal with the chip in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. And if we run across Gregor and Wolf. That yeah, and if we run in. across any clone troopers, like that, we have the potential mm-hmm. to revisit the idea. I was a little surprised. I did think it was my prediction that they were going to have to like break into a hospital to make this happen instead of yeah. using a junk ship. But I loved this episode. I loved the Braca set piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything about it looked really cool. It was a little depressing to see all those all those destroyed ships. Yeah, the Venators. Yep. Yeah. yeah, very. Mm. It's super depressing in Fallen Order, also. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I really liked. I really liked when Omega uh, was kind of showing again her kind of intuitiveness when she just looks at Rex and it's like, "You're a G one." <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, mm-hmm. how'd you know? And she's like, uh, your wrinkles. The lines on your face. Yeah. And he's like, thanks, I'm old. I know. Yeah. And I also, <laughs> I, I think actually one of the things I love about this episode is 
they were focused, they've done a good job focusing in on Wrecker and Omega's relationship and kind of the bromance mm-hmm. thing that they've got going on, the great friendship. I think at the the start of the series, we were definitely thinking it was definitely set up like Hunter and Omega were going to be yeah. the central two. And that's what we're going to focus on. And everybody else is kind of ancillary. But Hunter's really taken a backseat the last few weeks. He has. We haven't focused mm-hmm. on him that much. And I'm I'm kind of enjoying it. I hope like we get some echo focus moving yes. forward and then we get some tech focus and everything. Yeah. Tech doesn't need more focus. He steals the damn scene whenever he's in it. Exactly. <laughs> he's fantastic. Just give all the scenes to tech. That's just fine. Just, just give him to tech. I, he I will explain. He will put you down. Although he did kind of get put in his place this time when he Again. was like, well, tech usually is the one who's just like, dude, this is the obvious answer. And he was the one, it was Rex who told him, would you rather we be on Camino? That was hilarious. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite yeah. like... <laughs> Speaking of, Kylie, let's move into our, fa- our favorite individual moments. Yes, it's Rex, let's be fair. <laughs> Just seeing Rex is my favorite moment. Um, my favorite moment with him, though, is when he's kind of standing off to the side while they're waiting for Wrecker to wake up and he's by himself. Like, he doesn't have a squad anymore. He's mm-hmm. a lone captain with no men. <laughs> And the Bad Batch are their own little thing. I mean, they're a family. And Rex is like technically their brother, but he's still, he let Echo go. Like he let Echo go to the Bad Batch. That would probably be his closest relationship with that group. Mm-hmm. So then seeing him alone and just kind of looking longingly at them, I was like, <laughs> why? Why must you do this to me? Star Wars, kill me, please. Everything's fine. Another Rex gem when Tex said the facilities were not sanitary enough. Would you rather do this in Camino? Nah, this shithole's fine. Basically, is what <laughs> the garbage will do. This everything is fine. Yes. And then I do love that they keep calling back things from earlier episodes, like how Sid is not a fan of tech. <laughs> it keeps calling him goggles. It's so hilarious. And then Wrecker's fear of heights. Like they don't forget that these characters have traits that they need mm-hmm. to keep coming back to. Like that's good. We need that kind of continuity within the storyline if we're going to do episode of the week stuff we want it to be there so i appreciate that good job writers. exactly how about you so, daniel oh i i gotta say my favorite moment has to be rex's uh not rex wrecker's rampage mm-hmm. that was terrifying like we were saying when he opens his eyes and just grabs tech oh my gosh like and then hunting omega it felt like so i've been watching my roommate play a lot of uh, the new resident evil mm. and it's very like scary running away from monsters and stuff and it also felt like um the velociraptor stalking the kids in jurassic park like that's yes. the vibe yes. I was keep out of the um, tall grass guys yeah it was uh record was scary <laughs> like i really enjoyed uh i really enjoyed that moment and i was just very thankful that rex was able to stun him um that was yeah that that's my favorite moment i was actually kind of wondering at that moment if it was going to take like two stun blasts to actually stun wrecker mm-hmm. like he's a bigger stronger guy and he's got the armor would it take yeah. more than one but apparently not all right some of my favorite moments here i love i just loved that moment when he would when he said to put the mantel mix on sid's tab it was so <laughs> funny and it was kind of calling back to when they were 
the Bad Batch was basically learning the concept of money a few a little while ago. And he was like, we got this civilian thing down, man. Like, yes. Sure, piss off your boss. During the chase, I actually really liked the moment when Omega slips under the door. And it was almost like it was almost like a meta call out moment to the joke that that Wrecker can't fit through anything. But (laughs) in this case, when when all the cards are on the table, he just throws the door up and shoves his way through. Like no effort. Yeah. None. Yeah. Was wild. Uh, and then I think I mentioned this one earlier, just when she pulls out the uh, the Mantel mix and we really see that they are focusing on developing the relationship between Wrecker and Omega and not just Hunter, yeah. which I, I, I like that multiple relationships here are getting a chance to shine. Yes. Yeah, that was really sweet. Good job, team. Give it to us, all the characterization. Yes, <laughs> we love it. It's like Wrecker is a giant golden retriever, basically, but he's also very Aww. sweet. And he feels yeah. awful for what he did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So it is time for some Easter eggs, connections, and callbacks. Woo. So first up, we've got the bar fight. <laughs> so Rex's treatment and subsequent scarring of the recurring <laughs> Athorian and Weakby bar guests uh, kind of felt like a callback to the Tatooine Cantina that we get in mm-hmm. A New Hope, where Obi-Wan takes the arm off one of the locals. And we also see Han's confrontation with Greedo. Uh, yes. So it had a nice energy to it, just like that scene. Those yeah. scenes, excuse me. He's trying to not killing them. He's trying to just sit by himself in the bar, and these guys just come over and get up all in his business. Mm-hmm. Don't bother him. Mm. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Rags. He just looks. He looks so good, guys. We've been saying for weeks that we'd see Captain Rex, and here he is. The last time we saw him in the timeline was the Clone Wars series finale, which made me weep openly for many, (laughs) many hours, in which he makes several references to in his dialogue in this episode. He's very cagey, though. Like, he is not told them everything. (laughs) Doesn't out Ahsoka, Mm -hmm. like, good job, my dude. Keep that secret. Keep it locked down. And it is Mm -hmm. interesting that the Empire thinks he's dead. Like, he's listed as killed Mm -hmm. in action which is good. Like, yes, keep below the radar, my guy. He also mentions fives, which another arc of it makes me cry in the Clone Wars, everyone's fine. From season six. We love you. We love you fives. Justice for fives. Oh, justice for fives. All right. And speaking of that Clone Wars finale, (laughs) I'm sorry, Colleen. This is literally the only picture that actually shows the medical bay. It's fine. Look at these savages sitting there. He's so cute. We got our seven too from last week. Poor little buddy. So that that medical bay in the Manitor class ship is pretty much a an identical one to the one that Rex uh, has his chip removed in the Clone Wars, the mm-hmm. last arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say it's the second to last episode that that happens. Maybe, maybe the last one. I forget. Second to well, he emerges from it in the last. One. Yeah, he emerges from it in the last, <laughs> and they all have that nice little bandage right in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they are not in space on a, on a uh, flying Venator class. Daniel, where are they? So they are on Bracca. This is a starship graveyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this planet first appears in the novel Resistance Reborn. Uh, at the moment in the timeline, in this episode, it is controlled by the Scrapper Guild. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're stripping uh, decommissioned starships. They're getting parts and metals that they can reuse and resell. 
Um, it is also the opening for the video game Jedi Fallen Order. And so this is set five years into the Empire, and the Empire has full control of Raka at that point. So it'll be interesting to see with the Empire being called in by the Scrappers Guild how that turns out. Mm-hmm. Generally not good for anyone involved. <laughs> no. Exactly. Not even a little bit. Except maybe that- Tarkin. Yeah, Tar- yeah, Tarkin's making off just fine with everything that's <laughs> happening in the Empire. <laughs> is that Cal Daniel that's swinging down there? Yes, think, that is Cal Kestis, the yeah. Jedi who's been hiding on Bracca since Order 66 started. Poor baby. Oh, yeah. He's had a rough time. All right, and we see a few critters on this planet. Mm-hmm. Do we? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. This is the Ibdis Maw. You think that tentacle monster looks big? You have no idea. The Ibdisma appears to look like a Sarlacc or a Mamacore from The Mandalorian, but it's much bigger. It has actually has a series of mouths all connected by a vast digestive system hundreds of meters below the surface. And this thing will eat anything. Like it'll eat the metal scraps left over. I think in Fallen Order, isn't that what they're kind of tossing into it? Yeah, they kind of feed uh, it the scraps. Yeah. Feed it the garbage, basically. Exactly, yeah. Poor buddy. I mean, don't eat Wrecker though, please. We love him. Yeah. That thing is nasty. Yeah. Yes. So, next creature. We also (laughs) get the scrap rats. So, they, those little pests are all over Bracca. They would build nests from the wires of the starships and they would just scrap up whatever food they could. Uh, There's signs posted all over Bracca just like, do not feed these things. They are not cute. And unfortunately, one runs right across you as you're playing as Cal at the start of the game, and I <laughs> hate it every time. I, it actually just hit me. I've been trying to like think to myself all freaking day what these guys remind me of. And you can't see it so much in this picture. It really is in the show when they were running across the screen. But in the first Fantastic Beasts movie... There's like that like kind of squid thing that attacks Jacob. Yeah. That's like the whole the reason Mert he gets lap? Yes, Mertlap. The Mertlap? Yeah. I think yeah, they, so I think they look like Mertlaps. Mm, that makes huh. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And they're bitey. I mean they are bitey. They're Ugh. bitey. So between yeah. the creatures and some set pieces here, I want to know, am I the only one who's getting some serious uh, Fellowship of the Ring vibes going in this episode? Yes. <laughs> like between the Ibdis Maw kind of coming out of the water, especially with the tentacles. Also mm-hmm. a nice little callback to um, our dear, dear trash compactor monster from the Death Star, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's the monster I forget i forget its name but the one in the lake outside the mines of moria yeah the guardian (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then the way rex was sitting there in the bar in the back with his hood up was just giving me some serious Mm -hmm. strider vibes fellowship Mm -hmm. of the ring and i i want to find out if they did if that was all intentional to make this kind of an homage to fellowship of the ring i feel like it had to be he looked yeah he looked way too aragorn chilling there with his hood up with like the i wish he had i wish he had a pipe though Yes, I mean, well, oh, that would have been a death awesome. stick. <laughs> Rex doesn't deal in death sticks. <laughs> so now that we're done with our Easter eggs, we are going to move into our predictions and questions for next week's episode. Well, the Empire is on its way. Well, well done, gentlemen. I mean, Rex is dipping out real fast, so he will mm-hmm. not be caught. There is going to be some sort of confrontation. I really hope that they bring Crosshair in. I want to see his reaction. 
when slash if he finds out that the chips are gone from his brothers. That should be interesting to mm -hmm. see what he does there. I also want to check in on the Kaminoans and see what those little devils are plotting. I want to see it. I want the ladle chairs. I want the backroom talks about, <laughs> you know, our property yeah. that's wandering around on a trash planet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please give us all of that. So I have felt a little bit like the guy with tinfoil on his head the last few weeks. I'm like, <laughs> all right, something's got to happen soon. Like they're building towards something that's got to happen soon. Well, I mean, we're hitting the halfway point of the season next week. So mm -hmm. we know the Empire's on the way. So it has to be Crosshair coming after his old squad. I wouldn't be surprised if Finnick as well shows up because I'm pretty sure she was hired by the Kaminoans. Like that's my Ooh. personal opinion so i'm with you i wouldn't be surprised yeah a little three-sided conflict would oh, make for a lot of tension next week um so i'm are always thinking something oof. <laughs> oof. sorry guys i forgot flo is and sarah are not here <laughs> i mean i don't know how many, i don't know which ones you're a part of but i i think they're pretty free-flowing i um I don't know who I know that will be watching this, so I'm just going to say I have no opinion at the moment. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> Not going to give anything away there. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like we're going to get some sort of confrontation. Now, yes. I'm glad you brought up um, Crosshair's reaction to if he finds out the squad getting their chips removed, because when he came back to the old squad chambers in Camino and like sat down and looked yeah. at his helmet and everything, he kind of looked like he was uneasy about how things were going. And mm -hmm. I, like they're boosting uh, the, what was, they're boosting the like his- they're boosting uh, the chip, yeah. Loyalty yeah. stuff, yeah. Like uh, like his feelings of patriotism and whatnot for the empire. So I'm wondering if there is a little bit of him fighting. And I wonder what his reaction going to be to finding out that that could be removed. Right. So I wonder if there's a chance we can rescue Crosshair and- and redeem him or if he's just going to turn full villain yeah i would be very interested to see where that goes or if you know he fights it at a combination of the a combination of him fighting and then maybe them trying to boost the signal more mm -hmm. somehow the ship the chip like shorts itself out and either yeah. he's free or that causes some major brain damage yeah <laughs> and maybe that's that's the type of thing or i'm kind of thinking about like rex trying to fight it in the in the at the end of clone wars and he almost faints like yeah. he almost has yeah. to reboot himself at that point so i don't know yes. but i think we're all in agreement i i think we're overdue for an update on crosshair mm -hmm. and what's going mm -hmm. on on the empire side i do want to see the camino again the caminoans again I do think it would make sense for Fennec to show up one more time. I think it would make sense for Fennec to kind of take advantage of the fight between the Bad Batch and the Empire to kind of sneak in and snatch Omega. Yeah. Yes. Sees her opening. Yeah. Yeah. Here for it. That, yes. that would make a lot of sense for her to do the smart tactical play. Yeah. And Especially that would make because she would just be really one good. person. Yeah. And that would make for a really good kind of mid-season finale is Omega getting carried off. Like the bad yeah. batch barely barely escapes, but Omega's been captured. Yeah, that's a good. Girl. That is a good halfway point for the season. Yeah. Oof. Well, 
We'll have to see then. I cannot wait for next week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I think that's going to be it for the Bad Batch today, though, guys. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. Please follow us wherever you get your podcast and leave us five-star reviews. Check out our website at bohemiangeekstudies.com, where you can watch all of our episodes. Uh, you can enjoy Colleen's Book Corner, where she's reviewing Star Wars literature. And you can contact us through email and social media. And as always, keep telling other nerdy nights to join us. That really does help. Uh, You can also head to ForgottenEntertainment.com to check out all of the offerings from Forgotten Entertainment family. So that includes yet another Star Wars podcast where we are reviewing the films in the Star Wars film canon. So until next time, Surgical Instruments up and keep those episodes streaming. Bye, everybody. So long. Bye.